come on. What up, what up, what up, San Antonio, El Paso, Abilene, people up in Lubbock, people up in Tyler, people up in the Shaw City, people down the whole 305 South Florida region. You are tuned in here to the Friday edition of the Sports Grind. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing and spinning the one and twos. Today's show is being presented by Dosecchi's. Get a dose. We are broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios. 877-37-GRIND is your number or 877-374-7463 is your number to participate. Uh, if you know what you want to talk about, like always, it's open phone lines. Feel free to call anything that we're not touching on on the docket, but you want to you know, bring up or you want to weigh on anything we are discussing on the docket. You can give us a call. The only thing we ask you to do is call during the break and be patient during the long segments in the breaks. And we'll get to the phone calls accordingly. Also, <clears throat> keep in mind, too, if you need to reach out to me or follow me uh twitter it's at sports grind and if you want to stream the show live and leave comments during the show and i'll read them and respond to them in real time you can go to the business facebook page of sports grind entertainment or you can go to my personal facebook page and you can leave comments and stream and I'll go ahead. And if not, I'll reply to those later. And don't forget, if you ever miss any of the episodes live, you can always go to sportsgrindonline.com where you can download the podcast daily, 365 days, seven days a week. 877-37-GRIND. What's up, Mr. Clark? You ready? Yes, sir. Ready to rock and roll. All right. So it is Friday, which is a good thing. Let's end the week strong. Definitely got some things on the horizon coming into this weekend. Uh, first off... Um, what do we got here? You know, I didn't I had this on the docket yesterday, uh, but I didn't get a chance to get to it. Um, but uh, Rory, you know, we've got the tournament going on um, today. Uh, what is that tournament that we have? What's the uh, the RBC Heritage? Yeah, Heritage. OK, he's he's forfeited three million. It's going to cost him. $3 million from withdrawing from this tournament. Now, as we know, before you give us the details, as we know, uh, Rory missed the cut last week at the Masters. You know, he's one shy, I think, of the career Grand Slam still. Um, he's been without him. We talked about it before the major for the Masters. He's been without a major for 10 years. So you have to question and wonder where Rory's at you know, in regards to his passion or what maybe might be going on outside the course, what were the reasons that he gave that he withdrew from this tournament? Well, looking at the whole thing and, and exactly what this the, the kind of fine is or the penalty is, right? Uh, so Sports Illustrated reporting yesterday uh, that Rory's $3 million he's losing is part of his player impact program payout. It was like a center program PGA has, right? Uh, for playing in the event, uh, yes. Right. And so uh, with uh, Bo Herrig over at Sports Illustrated uh, reporting that um, McElroy, the reason why he's being fined, this is one quarter of his $12 million payout um, because he has opted out of a second designated event or a, des a designated event for the second time. Um, I, I, as far as why, you know, there's, there's not a report on what he's choosing to, or why he's not choosing to play, um, at least through Sports Illustrated here. Uh, but, of course, it is, you know, he withdrew on Monday after missing the cut last week. You wonder if it's just kind of a get-your-head-right get kind of thing. 
Well, I mean, and again, you know, what is $3 million is to a lot to a lot of us. Okay, but what is it to Rory when, for one, you've got damn near 100 from Nike, and he's made buku of money on the tour already. But, I mean, $3 million is $3 million, But there's definitely something going on with Rory. But I wanted to throw that out there before because I meant to have that. I was on the docket yesterday. I just didn't get to it. But uh, for other things that we do have on the docket, of course, NFL continues to roll on. We are exactly uh, yesterday would have marked we're two weeks away from the draft as as of yesterday starting. Uh, so again, you're going to have uh, more changes in mock drafts. You're going to have more people uh, talking about things. Uh, Anthony Richardson, which is the quarterback out of Florida, we'll get to this, but he sent a pin letter to owners explaining why they should take a bet on him. Okay. Uh, we'll get to that when we get to football. Patriots quarterback Zappi has spoke as well, too, which I'm going to let you know why I don't know that uh, I, I can let you know where I think this is headed based off of Zappi's comments. And also, I can tell you things do look like they've kind of changed or starting to change uh, for sure in New England post the Tom Brady era. Also, baseball continues to roll on. I, I think they call it what is the battle for the silver boot? Um, the um, Astros and the Rangers. Uh, they get it on. I think it's, what, a three-game series they might have. It gets going tonight um, in H-Town. But I think it is the Battle of the Boot or something like that. Yeah, It's the Lone Star series, but, yeah, the, the, the Silver Boot Award. Yeah, or something like that. Okay. So they're going to get it on in-state robbery there. And, again, Bochi, I told you that I'm a, he's one of my favorite managers. Um, you know, they're above 500. It's early. You really can't figure out what a baseball team or who's going to be who until at least probably at the 45-day mark or at least about 30, 45 games in, and we're not anywhere close to that. Uh, but they are going to tangle tonight. And also you have the Tampa Bay Rays that are going to march closer or try to get the history, the game winning. They're sitting at 13 right now, and they're going in Toronto. Uh, to go ahead and play uh, the Blue Jays to try to make it 13, um, no, excuse me, to make it 14 and 0 and break the record uh, from the Braves and the Milwaukee Brewers. So we'll see how that goes. And fight weekend. Before we get out of here in the last hour, I'll ask Jonas if there's anything worth paying attention to to you UFC heads or boxing heads out there for the weekend before we uh, get out of here in the, in the last hour. Uh, but uh, what we will do is we will start with the NBA and it's playoff time. And again, we've got two uh, unfinished business tonight of the play in game. And then to me, tomorrow, the playoffs officially start in Calvin's world. OK, well, even statistically, um, the cat, you know, yeah. the, all these play ins, they don't count for anything for stats. Yeah. And I've been telling you all week, give me till Friday who I'm picking and pick the rounds. And we're going to do that here as we go through this. Uh, but before we start with the play, uh, the playoffs and then the two play in games tonight the other big news that came out this morning in regards to the nba is the mavericks was fined seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars based off of their shenanigans that took place in their final regular season game okay um i haven't read the statement that the nba put out and i haven't uh read the statement yet that the mavericks put out i don't even know what they have but let me just go off really what and and this i'm just going to tell you straight up about the number now we it's been a theme on this show for the last few weeks or really over a month about my feelings about adam silver pretty much being kind of you know, a little light, a little soft when it comes out to like fines and sending messages to players from whether it's, you know, the job Morant situation, whether it's, you know, uh, Van Fleet coming in, throwing an official under the bus. It, it, I mean, whatever. OK, 
But when I look at this amount, $750,000, okay, the reality of the situation is this. That lets you know how severe and through this investigation, which it didn't take them that long. I mean, I've seen the NBA investigate things that take a lot longer than this. So it didn't take this long. So it must have been pretty much obvious. And when they did their internal investigation, all the evidence must have just slapped them in the face and say, hey, here you go. So with that said, it shows me how serious this was and really how blatant this was on the number. But also it does show me, too, it's not enough, in my opinion. The dollar amount might be enough. But I think if you really wanted to send a message, you sit there and tell them your first round pick, you know, whatever this slided, whatever you were trying to do, you're not going to get it anyway. So have at it. Now, again, because I guarantee you and, and I hate it because, again, you know, I don't talk on the dead. Uh, but at the same time, I'm not going to sit here and basically front like I was a big fan of David Stern. I wasn't. I thought David Stern, now granted, you know, he was the guy when pretty much the NBA was losing money. The finals was on tape delay. Um, you know, it, he, he was the guy. So in, in to his defense, he was there at the roots. And then, you know, hey, man, they saved basketball, this and that. So the reality of the matter is, is that I will say this. I've never been a big fan of him because I think he's, he always made it about him. And it was personal. And it really tipped over, even though I laughed at it because I can't stand the Lakers organization. But when he pulled rank, he said, oh, CP, Chris, you ain't, you know, you're not going to play with Kobe. Sorry. It's not a good look. It's not going to be fair. Never really gave a reason. I mean, I think the reason he gave was bogus. So my point is this. If David Stern was still running this this league, and I and I like Adam Silver, I think for the most part, I think he's been he he's bad. I you say he's bad a thousand. This is I'm taking some points off this the way he's handled. I think in regards to you can sometimes people it's human nature to take your kindness for your weakness, okay? And I live that every day. Trust me. So I know. So at the end of the day, I feel that if David Stern was running this, the truth of the matter is, yeah, I'm gonna get. I mean, what is seven hundred fifty thousand to the Dallas Mavericks and Mark Cuban? I mean, that's pretty much I mean, the severity of the amount shows you how severe the, the what the investigation found. But the reality of it is, is that seven hundred fifty thousand. Um, I won't say that that's basically seat cushion money, but that's that's lunch money to the Mavericks. That's a that's a vacation trip budget for the Mavericks. OK, if you really wanted to send a message to the rest of the league, basically what you do is say your pick that you were going to get and you're not getting it. OK, period. And and for the people that are sitting here and I've heard this this morning too, the people that say, well, you know, pretty much a social media. Well, if that's the case, find the Spurs, find Portland, what they did the second half, find them and the whole league is doing. Why make an example out of the Mavericks? No, this is different. And the reason why this is different is because, look, there was memos given out at the beginning of the year because of the hype of this kid, Wimby, in regards to for the first time we've seen it ever is Adam Silver putting the holy. Hey, be uh, be careful with the uh, blatant, you know, so and I forgot the way he put it, but he put it out there. So a lot of teams got emails on this as well. Now, how you choose to structure your roster, whether you play young guys, whether you're signing G League guys, because what Portland did pretty much the second half of the season, to me, I don't understand why they just didn't start the season. They started, but they started signing G League guys, man. There's certain ways you do it. The reason why I say this is different and you can't put the Spurs and everybody in this is because the Maverick, the time frame that this was done in. OK, and we're talking about a team that at, going into the All-Star break had a 77 percent chance to make the NBA playoff. They're the first team whether ever that percentage chance to make the playoffs, not to make it, not even the playoffs, not even a play in game. 
They deliberately did this based off of a trade they did years ago that was coming home to roost. So it was obvious. This isn't like, hey, man, we're going to take because we want to draft our better position so we can case we can get a lottery pick. No, they manipulated and knew that, hey, if we get this. I think, what was it, Miami or no, the Knicks or somebody was going to get it was at the Knicks, right? That was going to get their pick. It was it stemmed from the Przingis deal. So I think it is the Knicks because the whole deal about their protected pick and if they fall this, then that pick was going to go. This is the year that it was pretty much, you know, you had to pay that bill. That's what makes it different for me because the fact that, that this was obvious and really it almost puts in jeopardy and bad faith of the team that you actually did the trade with because you manipulated it like that with a playoff spot on the line. The integrity is what's brought in question. So to me, the amount of dollar of fine shows me how serious this was and what they found, but it still wasn't harsh enough because it should have been a draft pick. They should not have a first, they should not be rewarded in any first round draft pick in regards to this stunt that they pulled. Period. And and Cuban, and I, and I like Cuban. I'm not a guy, I mean, I know he's hated by most in this region in my backyard in the 210. But to me, I respect him as a businessman. I respect what he's done with NBA. He's tried to fight, you know, the rage against the machine, as they say, the, the, the man, such as the commission, the NBA, about this and this. But reality of it is, he has a credit report. And the credit report is he's in the principal's office a lot since he's bought the Dallas Mavericks. And I think that alone should have basically as much as open criticism that he gives the NBA from officiating. He just pretty much protested a game a, a couple weeks ago uh, in regards to a blown call that he wanted to protest or the clock or something like that. Regardless of it, it's just off of his reputation alone. He should have been docked a first round pick. What do you got? Yeah, and especially when not only the has he been in the principal's office multiple times, but he's been in the principal's office multiple times in the last five years for the same offense. Huh. Uh, Tim McMahon on uh, the Four Letter Network, you know, he wrote uh, in his coverage of this fine, uh, pointing out that in 2017, Cuban had admitted on the Dan Patrick Show that they, he had done everything to lose possible to lose games once they were eliminated from the playoffs, and in 2018. The NBA fined him six hundred thousand um, dollars for publicly admitting that the Mavericks were tanking, um, saying losing is our best option. So that makes it even feel even more light because okay, you can maybe slap him on the wrist because there's no fine attached yeah. to the to the Dan Patrick show. Uh, six hundred thousand, which is only you know that's just over half half a million, but it's only, you're only going up a, less than twenty five percent for this fine of seven hundred fifty thousand. So you really feel like there's got to be it, it should have been you a draft have to pick. Drive this home. Yeah. It should have been a draft pick. And again, I just to me, I think that's a lazy take to sit there and throw the Spurs, the Portland Trailblazers, everybody all. They just, just find everybody else. Said, no, man, this is different. You know me. I take case by case. This is different. This was calculated more, and that's what that. And when we get back, I know we're coming up the break to kind of basically go ahead and um, segue to that because we're going to talk about the uh, playing games. I'll tell you this right now. And we're going to pick these series from round to round. This is kind of the same umbrella. And I'm going to talk with, because I believe they're the first one up tonight, the Miami Heat, who are going to host the Chicago Bulls. Okay. Now, I've said all year, I think, I think Miami has challenges scoring. I don't like the team is just not, they've got some talent guys, but you know what? Chemistry and pieces together make the, make, I mean, it matters. It makes a difference. And there's something about this. It's nothing to do with Coach Spolter. He's a hell of a coach. He's one of the top three, four coaches in the NBA. It has to do, and, and Pat Riley is one of the best executive and presidents ever do it. Not everybody gets everything right. 
The mixture on this team is wrong. There's something off. They have challenging scoring. Um, their defense also, I mean, the one thing they can do is they can rebound. They can defensive rebound and they can limit. That's why it was a shock that Atlanta was able to pretty much, you know, have them away with them based off of rebounding because that's one of the Miami strong points. Um, Chicago has a very good look at going into tonight and beating Miami to earn that final AC. Okay. Now, with that said, something that you got to look for tonight and pay attention to. Go look at the Miami Heat's draft situation. And I'm going to leave it that. I'm going to leave it at that. Okay? Because there's already something brewing around this game that I took a notice of and say, hey, okay, well, let's take a look. And let's just see. All right? You listen to the Sports Grind. Today's show is being presented by Dosecchi's. Get a dose. We are broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing and spinning the one and twos. We'll be back. Are you ready for a real cocktail? Then crack open a great tasting Zing Zang ready to drink cocktail, like our Bloody Mary with vodka in a can. It's full strength with 9% alcohol and America's number one Bloody Mary mix. Or try our mango margarita crafted with silver tequila and real mango puree. Unlike those hard seltzers, each can is made with premium spirits and real ingredients, just like a bartender made it for you. Zing Zang, always bold, always ready. Go to zingzang.com to find where to buy. Please Zing Zang responsibly. Official sponsor of the Sports Cry. For more than a century, the Pendleton Roundup has defined what it means to be a cowboy. It also gave life to something equally renowned, Pendleton Whiskey, capturing that unique spirit in every bottle and honoring the enduring legacy of the American West. Pendleton Whiskey is made with the finest northern grains and cut with Mount Hood Glacier water, a whiskey that celebrates the cowboy in all of us. That's Pendleton Whiskey. That's true Western tradition. Pendleton is the official whiskey of the PBR Tour. Pendleton Distillers, Lawrenceburg, Indiana. Please drink responsibly. Pendleton Whiskey, official sponsor of the sports grind are you moving around the greater san antonio area choose the storage experts tiger moving and storage whether you're moving an office or the whole family tiger moving and storage offers container drop-off and delivery with efficient prompt and cost-effective service to learn more and to secure your portable storage container today go to choose tiger.com tiger moving and storage official sponsor of the sports grind All right, back here on the Sports Grind, Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing and spinning the one and twos. Today's show is being presented by Dos Equis, and we're broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios. And this next segment is going to be sponsored by Specs. There's nothing like the arrival of spring, and we are here in the company the smell of fresh cut prices in the air at Specs. Nobody does wine like Specs with a Texas size selection of world class wines at a lower price. You'll find the perfect zing for the spring at Specs. That is Specs, official sponsor of the Sports Grind and an official partner of the Dallas Cowboys. 877-37-GRIND. All right, so sticking with the NBA and sticking with this first playing game that tips off tonight. Now, the Miami Heat have pretty much struggled for the most. They've had an up and down year all, all year. 
they're now in the situation where they find themselves in a do-or-die play-in situation just for the eighth seed after losing a home game the other day. Okay? Now, the word on the street is if Miami loses this game tonight, I think they fall like at the fifth. They're going to get like the 15th pick. And in, in, in the NBA, it's like the 14th or 15th pick. If they win this game tonight and go in the playoffs, you're talking about going from 14 to 15, I think, to like 25th or 24th if they win tonight. Now, we just talked about the Mavericks. Now, the word on the street is to see how are they really going to play this game tonight? How are they going to play this game tonight? That's the reason why if I was a betting man and I'm not, I think the last time I checked, it was five and a half Miami at home. And the way they've been playing, I mean, that's a total of really about, you know, a six points. That's a little bit over three buckets. I mean, at the end of the day, or right about three, three buckets, they're not playing. To me, they don't have enough offensive power that they should be basically favored by anybody for that amount, five and a half, even at home. But I would definitely be leading on the Bulls tonight and maybe even an outright win because truth of the matter is, Upper man, this is just this is the problem the NBA has. And, you know, I feel that the only way the way you fix the only way you can fix, first of all, nobody on radio, TV, Stephen A. Smith, anybody, Legler, nobody has the answers and solutions. That's not our job. Our job is just to critique and talk about it. This is up to Adam Silver and the people that's making seven figure money that came up with this damn in season tournament. That's sitting here. The only thing the fans have really asked for is to do like a whole realignment when the playoffs just seeded one. That has been teased, but that's just falling. That's the only thing the fans really asked for. It's up to them to figure it out. But I'm telling you, the NBA has a problem. They have a perception problem. And the more that they get involved in the sports gambling and the books and stuff like that and in integrity, when you have some, that's what this 750 fine is about too. But when you're talking about a play, and this is why this whole play-in game stuff should have been eradicated after 2020. Okay. There's a lot of things that should have been eradicated out of 2020, but that's a whole other that's a whole other genre of talk. But the rem- the, the the problem is is that this play-in game now that basically is attached and the NBA selling it as a play a, a playoff situation. I mean, Jonas even texted me today. I guess the the NBA now has released some kind of bracket challenge now that they're trying to run with. So they're really giving it to us. But the reality is they've got a situation and a problem where you have organizations. And look, I've always I same thing I say about the NFL. When we talk about a defensive end Carter, well, he's got issues. I mean, I don't know. He's the best player. But, you know, he left the scene. Nah, man, people's jobs on the line. You got to win. So the NBA has created a culture where it's like, hey, this is how everybody's competing. It's kind of like what happened in the steroid era in the baseball era. If everybody's on the juice, well, hell, I know that ain't right, but they hitting bonds 400. We, we want to stay. We want to get a contract. We want to stay in the bigs. We better go ahead and bend over and let our ass cheek get poked. Pause. But the reality of the situation is you have a playoff in-game situation and you have a decision that is going to be talked about with one of the best presidents of operations GMs ever do it in the NBA and Pat Riley. Is it worth us winning this game tonight? Because if you know that, like, you're going to get the eighth seed and, you know, who is, is it Milwaukee? Milwaukee's waiting on you. 
Whoever wins tonight, Milwaukee's waiting on you. So do you want to go from 14th to 25th and basically all this going on? This is a problem with the NBA. See, nobody, who, I don't know who has this game tonight. Is it TNT or the four-letter network? I bet you whoever has it, nobody will even bring this up on NBA Countdown. Even bring it, but the back channels I pay attention to, it's a discussion. It's a discussion because it's eerie. The, and this is coming on the heels of a $750,000 fine this morning to the Dallas Mavericks for those shenanigans. The only way I feel that you've got to fix this, for one, you've got to eliminate this play-in game situation. And number two, because if you really think about it, if you're in the play-in game and you're leaning on Jesus and you know and you're a, vet, you're a championship organization like the Miami Heat who's won titles, and you're sitting there and you're wondering, like, do we really have what it takes to beat Milwaukee? Probably not. So why would we cost ourselves 10 or 12 spots? They've got to do something with the draft process, man. They, they've got to do something different on how these lotteries are picked. It, it can't be the same lottery because this is only going to go from either signing a bunch of G League players, playing a bunch of guys that are 21, 20, 20 years old, or either or even gets in the worst where if you keep the playing game, when we get to the ninth game, these nine versus tens, that what we have tonight, and the, the winner goes home, winner gets the eighth seed, you're going to have decisions. So the fan... And the consumer is not really getting, in my opinion, an honest upfront effort, especially when you get to this point. Because the matter is, if, I've, if my job's on the line and I've got to make that decision and Pat Riley's going to listen to me, I'm going to sit there and say, hey, man, to be honest with you, we're going to go out there and play. You know, uh, Butler's going to, Jimmy going to play. Kyle Lowry's going to play. Okay. Uh, the Bayou's going to play. They're going to play. But when we get to the fourth quarter, you might see Haslam's old ass out there. You might see somebody else so we can kind of fake it. Like, we're going to make it so obvious. See, that's why also the Mavericks should lose their first-round pictures being so bold and having the cojones and the apple sec just to tell everybody what they're doing and just doing it like nothing was going to happen to them. They shouldn't have a first-round pick just off of that. At least Miami going to tip in here and be be kind of cordial like, hey, man, you know, we want to get that AC. When the reality of it is, I'll bet you a dollar to a donut and I will be and I wouldn't. And I, and I think regardless, even if they come to play to try to win this game, this is a very winnable game for the Bulls. They've got some confidence. You go into Toronto, they can they've got more scores, I believe, that can go off than Miami has. So to me, and if they're going to play defense like they did against Toronto in the second half to keep themselves in the game, they damn sure are probably going to win this game tonight. So I would like them to win, even if it was all hands on deck for Miami. But you know what? And my gut's telling me that it's not going to be. And the NBA has a problem. They've got a problem with this. Because when it's starting to leak into playing games, then you got to make some changes. Because those are decisions that how – you, how do you kill Miami for that, though? How do you kill Pat Riley for making that? I'm either I'm going to I'm playing tonight to get sent home in the first round. We have no shot to beat the Milwaukee Bucks. Maybe a gentleman sweep. Maybe we put you to six. If I already know I've got a destination as a free agent destination, and I know right now this roster, Pat Riley plays for championships. It's the same thing I say down here in the two one zero. As long as Pat Riley and Coach Bowes on the on in that organization, yeah, they're retooling. They can. Do, it's about championships. Being this play in is not the standard with the Heat. I keep it. I keep it consistent. It's not, and they'll tell you that Ch Pat plays for championships. You mean to tell me that he's gonna want to try? He he thinks more business sense. It's really try to get into the eight C. Now, if this was a March Madness situation, like a one and done, you know, one okay. But this is four out of seven. You're not beating Milwaukee four out of seven. You're going to make that decision to try to get that 14th pick instead. What do you got?
Well, just that this is the case that you have regardless. Um, you know, the Heat might be looking at this as a potential option, but the Thunder find themselves in the exact same spot. You know, win and you have to face the Nuggets. Lose and you get and you get a lot. You're, you're in the lottery pick territory. They're in the same spot, Jones. But there's a different mentality. Of what they're doing. They've got a young nucleus. They've been picking top ten, top twelve for years now. They're trying to they're trying to get experience and go win. Like technically, yes, they're in the same spot as Miami. Miami as an organization and a talent standpoint is a totally different. Miami's trying to find out if they can get some of them young guns. They want to find them a they want to find them, you know, um, what's my man? An Gil Alexander. They want to find these guys. Oklahoma's trying to say, hey man, we here to, let's push it to the limit. Let's see how far we can go. We playing with house money. And I'll tell you, there's all and if, as long as this play in stays in there. As long as the playing game stays in and, it's, and they don't do anything about the draft lottery, there's going to be a Miami Heat every year in this. Not literally Miami Heat, but there's going to be a Miami Heat-like team in the same situation every year. And I'm telling you, the more they get into sports betting, more they, and this, and, and I'm not going to let this go either. You know, I haven't brought this up in a while, but remember this. The NBA was one of the, out of the major sports groups, the NBA, the NFL, and hockey. And MLB, I believe the NBA was right behind the NFL owners and they were begging as soon as this basically Governor Christie situation went down with illegalized sports betting. As soon as that they started doing deals and endorsement deals with casinos and books, you know what they screamed for? We need that integrity percentage. We need to fight for the integrity, meaning like, no, nah, man, Vegas, they've had eyes in the skies, just not on the baccarat table, not just on the blackjack table, not just on the old people at the slots. There's some young ones too that play that dumb stuff too. Oh, I hit for two thousand. Yeah, come back. I didn't went to eat lunch. I didn't went up in the room. I didn't went had a drink. Come back and that same person just sitting there. Uh, do it the long look. Like man, why don't your ass get up, man? That's a machine. That's time to hit. It's timely when it's gonna hit. Get your ass up. I can understand being in a blackjack of craps and being up four or five eight thousand dollars and just coming back down. Lived it. But anyway. The truth of the matter is they wanted that integrity fee. Oh, give us the person. They didn't get it because Vegas, Nevada's like, man, what did I say yesterday? Screw you, Millen. Like, we've been watching this stuff. We, we know where fixes is going on. We've been watching kids shape point. Don't come in here with this extra greed. Oh, but you want the integrity fee. Fix the problem of this draft situation where you got playoff teams and these dumbass playoff games that have literally decisions to make. Like, man, I go ahead, man. We want that 14th pick. They got a problem. Yeah, I do think that you have to remove uh, the lottery option from play-in teams. Something. You know, I think that it, it's a very simple fix. You know, if you make if you qualify for the play-in uh, tournament, as they like to advertise it, um, then then you just you're not eligible for the lottery. Man, and I'm tell you this: if the Bulls come in and they do them dirty tonight, and let's just say they beat them by ten or twelve, and it just looks, I'm saying, man, this is this is Lee Harvey Oswald. In the depository on the grass, you know, somebody else from this is all because no one's talking about this except basically being. I guarantee you on NBA countdown, nobody's gonna say nothing, nobody's gonna say anything. I'll be shocked if they have the galls and the cojones to say something, you know, why? Because they're in the bed with the NBA, they're getting played too. But somebody's got to call this out because this is bad. You can't be involved in sports betting and you can't be talking about integrity and what people think things ain't fixed. Then you got players saying oh man this ref's got some against me i don't know man they wanted them to win there's a lot and that's why i say man these players all the adam silver has been a player commissioner and i don't really have nothing wrong with that 
But everything from like, hey, man, we're going to let you have the Black Lives Matter shirt. We're going to put it on the court. We're going to do this. All this guilt or whatever it is that Adams feel, it, the players and the owners, they've taken advantage of it. They, they know that he's ruling like, all right, man, he's going to come in and let you like, all right, man. You say you didn't get the gun. You didn't have it on the plane job. No, man, commission. You know, man, I got a guy there. You know, I'm just going through this stuff, man. All right, man, we're going to put your kid in. Soft stuff. Starting to be like, what? Gun? I don't care. what. That's, that's 50. But, David, that's 50. And then go tell the media about it. Or either call up Jim Rome and do an interview about it. That was that these players are running over. And the commissioners, Mark Cuban, they're telling you, like, hey, man, we just, you know, you got Jason Kidd up there basically. Well, you know, hey, man, they're my bosses. They told you that what was going to do. That's like somebody said, hey, man, I'm going to come rob you about at 530. And you just sit there, do nothing about it. Like, they let you rob me. You, don't, you just don't do nothing about it. You they sure to hit the ATM yeah, yeah, yeah. They told, they telling you. Mark Cuban told y'all, and Jason Kidd pretty much had to deliver, but this is what we're doing. And 750, and they still keeping that pick. That's bull crap, and you got to play in team tonight. We're talking about, I mean, what? Miami's got uh, four titles or three? I think they got three or four titles under Pat Riley. You're talking about a team that's got multiple titles. That is a free agent destination because of the city and the environment. And you got them potentially potentially word on the street and a rumor has it that that 14 seat that 14 pick might be a little bit more important than taking on Giannis in Milwaukee let's see how it plays out tonight what do you got I do think that uh, tonight's game for the record is on TNT and I could see Shaq getting a little loose and calling it out um I I I could see him doing okay well it's it's the right crew if somebody barked this on you know no he never bite his tongue about anything you know He's always let us know how with the big women we got down here in the 210, which I think that just has ran so dry and just so old. It's like, all right, Chuck, you know. But, yeah, man, NFL don't have these problems. They got other problems, but they got these. <laughs> Even the teams that are on the verge of 0-13 or they're trying to, you know, team not going to win the game. Teams that have been mathematically eliminated from the playoff. When you get to week 17, 16, there are jobs on the line. And nine times out of ten, you know there's a new coaching staff coming in and they're going to evaluate. So you got to play. Regardless if the ownership, GM, like, hey, man, we're trying to get the third overall pick, too. That's the, you, you saw it on firsthand with the Texans and, and, and uh, Lovey Smith against the Colts in the last week of the season. Changed the whole course of the draft. Now, Grant Lovey was like, hey, man, I know how y'all use me, but I'm going to let y'all have this on the way out. Because I did used to coach with Chicago, and they treated the brother a lot better. <laughs> Other than that, man, you're going to have – in the NFL, you got brothers. Got, ain't no guaranteed contracts. They got to they gotta play, whether they 2-14 and 14 at that time or whatever. Ain't, the NFL ain't got – they got problems. They're not perfect. But I damn if somebody tell me the NFL got an integrity problem. Way before the sports decided to get into sports gambling, why do you think the injury report comes out when it comes out? Do you think any NFL coach or any NFL GM wants to tell the other team who's hurt on Tuesday, on Wednesday? They had to start doing that. Why? Because the desert. My guys in the desert. That's why. So they tell you like, hey, this is hurt. They're hurt. He's not going to be out. He's probable. He's doubtful. That's what the NFL does. 
That's why got teams have gotten fined when it, it even like I don't care if you got a a, a busted kneecap. I'm talking about like a, a scar. A, you you fell on a rock. It better be on the injury report. You're gonna get fined. I remember. Look, Mike Shanahan. Travesty's not in the Hall of Fame. I, I this I'm gonna start ramping this up here pretty quick. Ever since Dick Vermeil's crying ass got in here, this is a travesty, man. This guy, but Mike Shanahan, they used to come after Denver. I'm talking about fines and fines because he had to start making up stuff on injury reports. Them them years between 90, like around 94, 95. Even going to that 96, more of that 96, 97, they had a stretch where they were healthy. That had a lot to do with their back-to-backs besides Terrell Davis. They had to make up stuff because the NFL thought they were sandbagging, and they would find them. And who knows, 20-some years later, they played for the karma because they can't stay healthy to save their lives for the last five years. But they didn't have injuries. They used to find Mike. So my point is the NFL, they don't play, they don't play with this. You can't say they got integrity problems. Let the Bulls win this game tonight by 10 or more. Let, they are five-and-a-half-point underdog. I don't know what it is on the money line, but I would tell you it's probably about minus, like, maybe 250, 260, or maybe 240 heat at home. I got uh, heat minus 200, but okay, my, close the enough. spread I have has also gone down a half-point minus five. Yeah. People listen to this show across the country. They say, like, hey, Cal, they, the action's moving. Like, you might be right. They they outright favors. Let them, let them lose. I don't need to look. I would take the Bulls probably straight up having a chance to because Miami just can't score. Let them go out there and just win this game convincingly. I'm be, I love Pat Riley, man, but that was that, that was cooking up in the back room. They want that 14th. What you going to do, Adam, man? You, you, you got to step up. I believe the owners and the players are taking his event, taking his kindness for his weakness. We'll talk about the nightcap game when we get back. The T-Wolves are going to be taking on them young guns, the OKC Thunder. We'll talk about that. We've got some other NBA news as well, and we'll pick the series coming up this weekend. We'll take a look at some of these first-round series. You'll listen to the Sports Grind. Today's show is being presented by Dos Equis. Get a dose. We'll be back. When life sounds too much like this. It's time to consider more of this. Sometimes a little shift is all you need. A dose of perspective. Dos Equis Lager. Get a dose. Enjoy Dos Equis responsibly. Copyright 2021. Imported by Cervezas Mexicanas, White Plains, New York. Whether you're looking for a date night at the Dominion or a light meal while shopping on the weekend, stop by Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion. Just five minutes north of the shopping center, Thai Lao Orchid's Vietnamese options are great for dinner or lunch, serving up staples from curry and noodles to the house special nam and seafood lovers steamed clay pot. They're open weeknights from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. and noon till 9 on Saturdays and noon to 8 on Sundays. That's Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. It's time to warm up that scoreboard and get ready to bring home the win with Specs. Specs has you covered with lower prices on all your favorite fan fuel. From craft beer, rare spirits, and world-class wine to chips, dips, and gourmet finer foods. And with same-day delivery when you order online or through the app, Specs is your MVP for the biggest score of the game. At Specs, the fun starts here. Here's to you, cheers to savings. Just because the sun is setting earlier doesn't mean the fun stops sooner. 
Now is the perfect time to get to specs and stock up on after-summer savings with fresh new releases in every category. Specs has Texas' largest selection of lower-priced wines, craft cocktail ingredients, and beers that'll have you raising a glass to every sunset. The biggest savings of the season are at Specs. The fun starts here.